in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. And we're back. We are back with another episode. <laughs> yeah, this is episode fifty-seven of the Two White Chicks in China. Getting on up there. I know. Yeah, I just want to apologize for my um, voice. It's kind of a bit. How dare uh, you get sick, Holly? I know. I've been doing so well. <laughs> Tis the season. It's funny because I, I feel like in the in the West, when the weather turns cold, then people start getting ill.、Mm. But here, when the weather goes hot. People start getting ill. Really, this is the time when、yeah. people start getting all those colds and stuff.、Mm-hmm. I think because the temperature just drastically goes from, you know, a cool and steady temperature、yeah. to scorchingly Scorching. hot. It is. It is. <laughs> and I think it's the AC as well. Like once、yeah. you put your your air conditioning unit on, all those blah. Let's not talk about bacteria floating around. Yeah, floating、there. around is kind of gross.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, we've got a review. Oh,、um, a very nice review. Our audience、David. is the best.、Seriously. I know, aren't they? I know. I can't believe we no- we've now got not to brag or anything. Brag it. We've now got thirty-two reviews. Wow, isn't that awesome? Yeah. So thank you for everyone out there who's left us a review because we really appreciate it. And I can only imagine that those reviews are helping us, are helping other people find us on iTunes. Definitely.、So really、nice. Definitely,、mm-hmm. it's such a. I feel like there are a lot of people who are probably out there listening who haven't left a review, which is totally understand. I I、oh, listen、yeah. to a lot of podcasts,、so、and、I. I've only left a couple of reviews,、mm-hmm. honestly. So I understand how kind of annoying it is to go and do it. But、um, if you ever do a podcast yourself, you'll know how important、mm-hmm. it is to just go out there and get those reviews. That's why podcasts are always begging. Yeah. For the reviews because it is really important to the show. So thank you so much for all of you out there who have done that, and for all of you listening now who are getting inspired to do it in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so this is from David from the USA, and he says、um, uh, a great resource for anyone interested in Chinese culture, language, and people. The two hosts answer questions from their listeners about their lives as Laowai in China. So Laowai is like foreigner. Uh, Holly and Nora's answers are often comedic, yet always insightful and loving of the culture in which they live. Oh, that's、Aww. a nice way to put it.、Um, I'm so glad I found this podcast. Well, thank you. We are so glad that you found this podcast too. <laughs> yes, and thank you for the review. That's、yeah. really nice. That's good that people are because sometimes I feel we're a little bit harsh on what it's like here. Because yeah, you know, it's easier to pick out. Being, I don't know if you've ever lived in another country that's not your own. It's really easy to generalize and pick on aspects of the culture, just because it's so obvious to you as a foreigner.、Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel we are a little bit harsh, but at the end of the day, we've been living here for years and years and years. Between the two of us, it's been like <laughs> when you say it、years. like that, it's weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> think about it. Between you and I, we have twelve years living in China. That is crazy. So obviously we we like living here.、Mm-hmm. We love living here, and we're yeah we are deeply we, we deeply respect this place,、yeah. and for all its quirks. So、Absolutely. so that's good to hear that people don't think we're just focusing on the negative aspects of it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So we've had some comments too on、yes. our Facebook page. So we've had a message from Stephanie who said that our last episode, which was episode fifty six. 
um, was such a great episode. Just like every week, every new episode makes my week. Oh, keep doing what you're doing. That's nice. nice. That's like a little mini review in itself. That was our a day in the life episode. Yeah, yeah. I was. I know. I was trying to like backpedal and think. I didn't write this down. What my head is just full of fluff. I think. <laughs> uh, I didn't write it down. But yeah, we yeah we just talked about ourselves. <laughs> that was fun. That was just talking about a typical day. Well, I think it's yeah. interesting, you know, to hear about someone's typical day. Like, what time do you wake up in order uh-huh. to get to work? And like, what time do you start work? What time do you end? You know, where do you go for lunch? It's all—it's all the mundane stuff that's interesting because it's different from where, from your home country, right? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like maybe, um, maybe some people might have thought that our lives were really glamorous. <laughs> um, but in, I mean, they I, are. Yeah, I in, think in, they in, are. in a sense, we've also like re- glamorous on a budget. Routine. Glamorous <laughs> on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we've had another comment from Steve, who says, I'm binge listening to your pod, I'm on number 39. Is it Steve Steve? Steve Steve, it yeah. is indeed. And, um, he, he says that he, you, he loves the pod, the pod, <laughs> and our Chinese language app, which is the written Chinese dictionary. Oh, nice. That's, yeah. it's so cool that's cool to hear that people. he's using it. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I don't know if anyone, if any of you listening actually saw the image from our last podcast, which was a picture of Nora and I in a strange, very serious <laughs> pose, and Gerard says, epic picture. <laughs> so, thank oh, you. Gerard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, do you want to hear my news article of the week? Oh, definitely. So, I'm going to begin this by asking, before you came to China, did you ever hear any stories, or did anyone ever warn you? That in China, sometimes foreigners get abducted and then find themselves in like a bathtub with a kidney removed or something strange oh, like that. Oh, I think I don't know if I heard that before coming to but China. When you got it, you had it. Yeah, I heard that this kind of stuff happened at Dongmen in Lohu district oh, of Shenzhen. In that shopping area. Yeah, and I actually had a little conversation with a friend um, Monday about how Shenzhen actually did used to be more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, you know, the, the it's kind of leveled out. Before, it was kind of like, because they made it a special economic zone, so all these wealthy people and companies flooded here. Yeah. And then at that time, there was actually a border around the city, so you needed a like a special visa yeah. actually to get into Shenzhen. It was like really a special, you, you can even still see these borders here in Shenzhen. I mean, you just, you can walk right through them now, drive right through them. Yeah. But um, it actually was blocked off to the rest of the the population. So when you have a big disparity between rich, rich and, and poor, poor, you'll find that a lot of shady stuff mm-hmm. starts to happen. Yeah. But it's way yeah. better. I mean, that's that was way back when, maybe in the nineties. But uh-huh. it's it's way different now. But yeah, I did hear. I've heard a little bit about that. Why is there? Are you gonna freak me out? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, some of you maybe like feel a bit squeamish about this. This is actually about a Chinese guy. It's not about a foreigner. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, this is a really long news article, and I'm gonna try and condense it as best as I can with like as well as including a lot of the important information. So basically, um, a guy um, in Shandong, uh, he went to he went to hospital after he, he had a, an accident involving his tractor. 
and some guys riding motorcycles. And he basically, I think that maybe his tractor like flipped over or something crazy oh. or tipped over or something, whatever tractors can do. <laughs> um, and so he had to go to hospital to have an operation on his stomach. And so he he has this operation, and when he comes out of the hospital, he has some problems, and he needs to go to a different hospital. At which point they like do a scan of his like abdominal area or stomach, and discover that his kidney has disappeared. Oh, so he goes in for just uh, uh, yeah, he goes in for uh, like a. A, a stomach operation it's got nothing to do with his kidney and they're, they're like uh, your kidney's gone oh my god <laughs> so he obviously the guy goes back to his to the other doctor and um, they're just like this you know we don't know what you're talking yeah, about you, this is, you know, are you yeah. sure you only had right right exactly enough. yeah that <laughs> oh kind of god. thing yeah that kind of thing yeah. So, but the the eventually he does get to see the first doctor who did the operation, and they he also says, "Oh yeah, the kidney is gone." <laughs> so, well. so it's kind of yeah. But what they didn't, um, what he didn't realize was that this is this is it makes it even worse that they all um, the first doctor left surgical tubing in there, and it's oh. now infected. So the dude needs another operation. Oh, God. But but basically, no one wants to deal with him. They just, everyone is just, because it's so, the whole area is obviously ridiculously dodgy. No one wants to, Aww. no one wants to do any more surgery on him. Um, so eventually, like, so eventually I think he goes to the police. I'm just trying to get down to the part in the article. Yeah, and the, the, the police just, like, didn't want anything to do with him. They said, this is not, like, our area. Go back to the hospital and have them deal with you. Um, so, this, this is where it kind of gets weird. So they, I mean, more weird. They, um, actually do more scans and they say, no, the kidney is still there, but it's shriveled up so much that it's like literally, it's teeny tiny, and we can only barely just see it on the, on the scan. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that happens, but I I kind of imagine it's like a grape, to a raisin, that kind of. Thing. Oh, oh. That's kind of gross, right? Yes. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so um. Wow, this is. Yeah. A lot of sleepless nights for this man. Yeah. Well, this was last. So this was last year, and this is still going on. Oh my gosh! No. What a nightmare! I know. So the just no one, just no one wanted to help him. Um, so he now eventually, after being turned away by lots of hospitals because no one wants to give him the um, operation to. Well, he has like an infection, I guess. Um, he's gonna sue the hospital. <sighs> you know, eventually, because everyone was just like, "This is not a we can't do anything." Um, so, uh, there's also, like, a note at the end of this. So, when this article was released last week, um, the hospital have basically come back against the the guy and said that, um, he's distorted the truth by claiming that the kidney has completely gone. Because it, it's not missing, it's just shriveled up to be almost invisible. <laughs> and that makes it okay. <laughs> 
But so, the tubing stuff, I mean, that's yeah, undeniable, that's, right? That's, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So, yeah, this, this, that's a super cond condensed version of this article. And, of course, this has gone viral. Like, everyone's now, you know, all on the on the interwebs, everyone's, you know, talking about this. Because, it's, it's you know, it's pretty scandalous and... Well, I'm glad that these things are... I feel like this kind of stuff has been happening all the time, but now people mm. are really, really caring about China's reputation, about this kind of crazy mm -hmm. stuff. So it's it's good to see this kind of a thing in the news, because I assume I that in the past, and I've heard other stories Sorry. from personal friends, yeah, of some terrible things that have happened in the hospitals here. Mm. Um, and Not foreigners, but Chinese... Usually in smaller, poor areas, yeah, in poor things. hospitals and stuff. So, yeah. um, which is what I'm guessing. Okay, this guy was driving a tractor, so he's probably a farmer. He probably has very basic income. He probably went to his local hospitals. Probably very in yeah. inexpensive in a small, probably rural area. Mm -hmm. So you can't really compare that to like the hospitals here in Shenzhen or yeah. in Beijing, like that kind yeah. of a thing. Well, wouldn't say 100% never ever, because in the States, I'm sure it also has, I mean, I crazy things happen everywhere. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, of course, it's it's not as likely to happen here as it would be in some small town hospital. Yeah, I think what kind of makes it worse is that no one wants to accept responsibility mm -hmm. and, like, help this guy now. It's just that he's just... Well, and if you're dealing with an infection, I mean, the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. Mm -hmm. So that's that's just horrible. Mm -hmm. But the hospital who originally did the the um, procedure, they've basically said, "Yeah, go ahead and sue us." <laughs> so they, I don't know, because they know it's going to cost him an arm and a leg, yeah. and a kidney just to to do <laughs> well, that, you know. And if he loses, then and a lot of these lawsuits. I mean, it's not really a fair. <laughs> not really a level playing field mm -hmm. you know it's whoever has better guanxi and a better lawyer which is kind of how it goes in a lot of places yeah i agree oh well my yeah. heart goes out to this guy because that is that's terrible and i hope everything works out for mm -hmm. him i hope so too um yeah so if you want to read the whole article because there's there's way like there's a lot more detail that's in this that I obviously haven't mentioned, and you can I'll post the link on our episode fifty seven page, so you can read the whole thing. Well, maybe some hospital will step up and want the good publicity and say, you know what, we're gonna do it for him free of charge, yeah. just for the free publicity and like <laughs> go and fix him up. Do you think that'll happen? Um, probably not. <laughs> but oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, well, let's 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 move on to something less sad. Yeah. So we've got a question from Mandy. Um, so she's left left she left. Oh, sorry, excuse me. She left us uh, her question on our voicemail page, which you can do yourself mm -hmm. if you want to go to writtenchinese.com/voicemail, and you can leave us a question about anything you fancy. We don't mind. Mm-hmm. We don't. So uh, let's listen to Mandy's question. Hey, Holly and Nora. This is Mandy from Los Angeles again. And I've been skipping around a bit in your podcast and just finished the one about street food in China. And I was wondering if you could talk a bit about being vegetarian in China. Um, I heard it's not a very easy thing to do. Also, if I'm offered meat 
and I turn it down because I'm a vegetarian, does that mean that I'm rude? I'm kind of worried about that situation. Um, thanks so much, guys. Love your podcast. Bye. Another interesting one mm-hmm. from Mandy. Yeah, and it's about one of my favorite topics, food. Eee. Sounds good. <laughs> so let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly, are you a vegetarian? No. But no, me either. But, 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 but. I did have one month. Was it this year? Was it this year or was it last, last year? year? It was last year. It was last year. When I did attempt to be a pescatarian, which is... Um, you don't eat meat, but you eat fish. So you did, but you did like a thirty day. I did a thirty day, like red meat fast or something like that. That kind of thing. And um, so for me, it felt like it wasn't that easy, right? Um, but I don't know if it was because of the restaurants that we went to Mm -hmm. in the area. Um, even the dishes that had vegetables. Um, also had like tiny pieces of meat in. <laughs> so for me, it wasn't, I wasn't doing it for like any ethical reasons. It was purely to see, um, my other half wanted to, to see if he could, like, if he could do it. And so I joined him mm-hmm. reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I could eat around it, wasn't too bad. If, you know, if a piece of meat accidentally fell into my mouth, well then, <laughs> so it be. Um, That's yeah. a really good point, though. The Yeah, if you're ethically a vegetarian versus doing it for health reasons. Because mm-hmm. if, if it's ethical, it's going to be way harder. I think so, too. Way harder. Because, th- ironically, China does vegetables very well. Mm-hmm. Like, they have so many amazing vegetable dishes True. that actually have made me fall in love with vegetables that I mm-hmm. previously wasn't really crazy about. Yeah. Okay, cool. But what they don't... They just aren't used to this whole idea of vegetarianism. Right. I mean, having the purchasing power to buy meat in a meal is something that the majority of the population strives for. So, like, having right. meat, like, having a table full of meat and stuff like that is... It shows status and yeah. um, wealth, and so saying that you don't eat meat is kind of a weird thing for the culture here. Mm-hmm. It's like in the bigger cities, like here in Shenzhen, more and more people are aware of the health benefits of being a vegetarian. But I still, I yeah. don't think I've met any Chinese people who are vegetarian. Oh uh, no, me neither. Besides Buddhists, because that that'll. That'll save you a bit if you if you live anywhere near like a Buddhist um, mm. monastery, then you might get lucky and there may be some like actual vegetarian vegetarian restaurants. Yeah. But the normal restaurants will cook the vegetables using the same. Usually, they use a lot of um, lard to mm. cook stuff in, so they're gonna use the same. And for them, that that doesn't count as meat. Yeah. Say, oh, does this have meat in it? Like Holly was saying, some some of the vegetable dishes, they have little bits of meat in it. But if you ask them, does it have meat in it, they'll say no. Right. Because yeah. it doesn't have large amounts of meat in it, but there's still trace <laughs> amounts of meat in it. So, <laughs> so you have to be careful, because they'll tell yes. you no, and then the dish will come, and it'll have meat in it. Mm-hmm. Or on the photos, you can see that there's just, like, a bunch of vegetables in the dish, but you order it, and then it comes, and it's got, like, strings of pork in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah, it's from ordering from typical restaurants in China, I think being a vegetarian is pretty rough. I think so too. I think for for the vegetarians I know here, I think they frequent the same places mm-hmm. where they know that they can get vegetarian dishes. Mm-hmm. Um that's my I mean that's what I that's what I think anyway. Um but when I was traveling with my my parents and Barrett in March, we were on a uh, we we did like a I don't want to use the word cruise because it was like a small boat on the on the on the river, um, and we came across a couple and they were vegetarians and I asked them like Have you had problems? And they were like No, no problems at all. Hmm. And I was quite surprised because they didn't speak any Chinese. I'm very suspicious. And of yes, that, so am I. And I I didn't want I obviously didn't want to say well you know they they were probably cooking whatever you were eating in the same oil so but yeah they seemed to they seemed to think that there hadn't been any issues with i guess they were just pointing at pictures or they were going to places where maybe if they were in the bigger cities people spoke some english Mm -hmm. Hmm. but just because a waitress or whoever can speak some english doesn't mean to say they're going to tell you what's in what's in the meal Mm mm-hmm Yep. Yeah. yeah. Usually the waitresses don't know all the ingredients. Actually, they never know all the ingredients <laughs> that are in there. Yeah. So, that's yeah, I'm surprised that they said it was maybe they were just being polite cuz I feel like mm, I don't know. I I've also have I've had friends here. Well, when I was living in Chengdu, because that, you know, Shenzhen nowadays has quite a few vegetarian restaurants. There's even some, yeah. like, vegan, vegan ones where it's, like, yeah. no leather. You know, you're not supposed to wear leather into it. And oh, you can't? Yeah, really? I mean, there's a sign that says, like, oh, wow. you know, don't wear it. Please do not wear leather in here. And stuff. Just so take your shoes off on yeah. the way in. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it, they're not that strict about it. Mm, um, but, yeah, that are actually legitimately vegan or mm. vegetarian. But in Chengdu, I remember he had such a hard, like, one of my colleagues had such a hard time with that. Yeah, because yeah, it was always like, is there meat in this? No. And then he orders it and it comes and there's yeah. meat in it. There's little bits of meat in mm-hmm. it or it's cooked in meat. You can taste the meat. And so he ended up actually giving up and then just started eating meat oh, while wow. he was in China. And he probably went back to being a vegetarian when he left. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he was just, he had a really tough time. Yeah. I think what what's... What's interesting about like vegetarianism here is that there's actually a, they use a lot. Well, there are lots of dishes with tofu in. Oh. To me, and to me, tofu is like a substitute, substitute for yeah. meat. So for the like for those people who need like the pro- protein, I guess it's um it's it's definitely readily available. Um, but yeah, there's tofu every which way. But often those dishes still have meat in them. <laughs> yeah, or it's like tofu stuffed with meat. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and tofu is not really my cup of tea, so I don't tend to eat those dishes in general. But yeah, they're not really grassy tofu dishes. They're always meaty. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And you can go to like street barbecue. Where you can pick out, you know, you pick out your the things you want them to grill for you. Mm-hmm. So you could go and just pick out vegetables and tofu and have them cook it for you. But they're going to use, they use like a paintbrush to like, <laughs> yeah, you know. the chili. Yeah, put the chili on, put the oils on mm-hmm. and stuff. They're going to use that interchangeably with the meat stuff too. Yeah. So it's like, 
you got to keep that in mind if you're really strict about your vegetarianism. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go to just only vegetarian restaurants, restaurants if you really want to make sure there's no traces of meat in your food. Yeah, or of course you just cook at home. I yeah, guess. and cooking at home is, is great. I mean, there's so many interesting vegetables here mm-hmm. to cook and lots of fruits and stuff. So if you if you cook, then... And you can even um, hire a maid who can cook as well. Although whether she understands that you don't eat meat is another thing entirely. Well, if you just give her the ingredients <laughs> okay, yeah, and she enough. doesn't have the right. option she to throw, the option. Bo- throw a bit of meat in there, fair then... Enough, um, but yeah, she might try and sneak some in there. Just yeah. like, oh, it's just a little bit. Yeah, I am... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've, yeah, I've had, uh, I don't, I'm sure they won't mind, I'm not, I won't name names, about <laughs> having an eye and cooking and putting like sausages on the top, but they don't eat meat, so it was like, oh. the eye was like, oh, hello, like, ta-da, like, look what I cooked, but there were little sausages on there, and they're like, <laughs> but we don't eat it. <laughs> I guess you can scoop it off. Yeah. Scoop the sausage off. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, so Mandy also asks, like, is it rude mm. to say you don't eat meat? I don't think it's rude. I think no, I it might think be difficult rude. if you were eating with, like, for example, in the past, oh, I, I just anyone, like, if you're with, like, say, a friend's family, or if you if you if you're teaching and you go out with the parents of your students, it might be a little uncomfortable to say, like, I don't eat meat because they're gonna want it. They're gonna want you to eat the meat dishes, like because right. there's they're gonna want to present, like you said, having meat on the table is like, you know, um, they want to make a show of it, like and sh- show that they have wealth and that they can afford to buy these good cuts of meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how do you, what do you think? Like, how would you go about that if that if you were in that situation? Um, I think most important is to tell the person... Just be straight up. Yeah, in advance. Mm. Not, like, wait until all the food is on the table yeah. and just be picking at it. Because <laughs> um, that would probably make the host feel a little bit bad if they're like, yeah. why aren't you eating yeah, anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Chinese people tend to, like, really go over the, oh, top, the top when yeah. they're treating you. So they'll order tons and tons of food. So yeah. <clears throat> if you're not going to eat any meat and they order all this food that's just going to go to waste, then mm-hmm. I do think that would be rude not to tell them in advance. But if you say, if you tell them, if when you're invited to dinner, you just tell them, like, just so you know, I don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Like, and also it's funny, like, be careful in Chinese when you say you don't eat meat because, um... If you just say like "wo bu chi rou," so that's "wo bu chi rou," it it does translate to "I don't eat meat," yeah. but they use "rou" as meat and also as pork. So if you say mm. "wo bu chi rou," they might think you just don't eat pork, but you eat it all the other types mm. of meat. So you have to really specify. Which I'll give you the Chinese word for vegetarian at the end of the episode, but um. You have to specify that you are a vegetarian, vegetarian so yeah. you don't eat any... Well, if you're a pescatarian, then I guess you can tell them, like, I'm, I'm a vegetarian, vegetarian but, but I eat I fish. fish. And that that's just going to blow their minds. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. fact that you're a vegetarian is already going to be, what? <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to eat meat? <laughs> I mean, you'll find some Chinese people who, like, who have been in... If they've traveled abroad or, like, lived in the Western world at all, then, you know... They'll be like, okay, and they mm-hmm. probably might know some better places to take you. Yeah. 
that will be more suitable for somebody who doesn't eat meat. But um, in general, if it's a typical typical Chinese person, let's say average income, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're gonna be probably confused about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I think as long as you're upfront and tell them at the beginning, like. Listen, I don't want to be rude, but I don't eat meat. So if you order anything with meat, I'm not going to eat it. Like, yeah. I don't think I don't think they'll take offense to mm-hmm. that. But I think it'll be harder if if like if you wish. yeah if you wait and all the food has already been ordered and then you say oh by the way I don't eat meat. Yeah, that's good advice. I remember I was just, this was a long time ago and I was still teaching and one of the teachers. Um, she, I can't remember if she was vegetarian or vegan at that time. She kind of fluctuated between both. Mm-hmm. And we went out for, like, a dinner, um, arranged by the school, and she, they knew that she was a vegetarian, but the food, like, that arrived still. There was maybe, like, one dish that she absolutely could eat, because mm-hmm. it was just, like, it was just grass. But the others, <laughs> most of the others that said, oh, you can eat this, they were also, like... You know, we we said those little bits of fluff. Yeah, I think if it's a big... Because you're talking about they took all the teachers out. Mm. Yeah, so I think if it's a big group of people, it's... It's difficult to cater for that one person. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to be able to do that for you. So you're just going to have to carry some snacks. Snacks. Yep. Some crackers. Or get something afterwards. Yep. I agree. So when I heard Mandy's question, I also thought about like um, trying to be ethical, like in mm-hmm. China, with various other things. You know, I suppose for some vegetarians or, or vegans, I guess they they might be you know funny about wearing uh, wearing leather mm-hmm. or um, using makeup that's been tested on animals and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the makeup thing, um, I think. Mm, they don't really have, like, products that are not tested on animals here. <laughs> right, this is so far, like, this is a very Western, like, again, we, you know, the phrase that the first world problems, you know, mm. was going around a couple years ago, we were yeah, saying first world problems. So this is kind of a, this is a first world problem, right? Like, if you are struggling to survive, you don't really give a crap what's in your makeup. You know, yeah. So give it yeah. some time. I'm sure in the future that China will have all of these products, and you'll have segments of the society that care about it, who have time to care about right. this kind of stuff. And those, I bet those products are going to arrive in China, and they're going to be so expensive. They will be. I'm sure they'll be. <laughs> Maybe crazy this is something we should expensive. jump on. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a lot of business opportunities here. One for obese clothing wear that makes women feel empowered. Like, in the mm. States, we have quite a few, line, like, clothing right. lines that are specifically made for larger women. Uh-huh. So that, I think, would be a huge hit in China because you have more and more... And we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, yeah. those kind of trends which have happened, you know, like, let's say in the 80s and 90s in the States, like, mm. they still haven't really gotten here yet, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so that and then, like, this whole health kick... Um, I definitely see more... It's starting, Mm -hmm. slowly. It is starting. And we're, I mean, we're lucky being in Shenzhen because you can hop over to Hong Kong, and then in Hong Kong, it's so much, I mean, it's basically like being in the West. Yeah. So they have shops that have, you know, cosmetics that aren't tested on animals, and it says it's not tested on animals, excuse me, and they'll have vegetarian restaurants, and people will understand what you mean when you say you're vegetarian. Yes. But hop across the border, and it's a totally Mm-mm. different story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
which is part of the reason that I really like living here because it's so different between between like we're you could literally walk from Shenzhen to Hong Kong right yeah so we're so close in proximity and then also to Macau and to Guangzhou so like these four major cities are so close to each other and I'm sure I've said this in other episodes but it's still a fun, I find it so interesting but those four places are basically like four completely different countries like <laughs> yeah, they are. Guangzhou is as different to Shenzhen mm-hmm. As I feel like Macau is to Hong Kong. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's just really interesting to live in a place where you can see such diversity mm. just smashed, like, right next to each other. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's very cool at the same time. So we're a bit spoiled here because we, if we want products like that, then we can just hop over the border and grab them and mm-hmm. come back. But if you're living somewhere else in China, it might be harder to find that kind of stuff. I'm sure yeah. Shanghai is well-equipped. Probably. Beijing, Beijing, probably. The major coastal cities, I'm sure you won't have much of a problem. I'm sure they have plenty of... Any first-tier cities, you're going to be able to find enough vegetarian restaurants to... I think so. ...to be fine, I think. And you, you should be able to get your hands on some products, maybe through with Taobao. Taobao, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hong Kong, yeah, Hong Kong has, like, although I want to Hong Kong has the body shop, but I'm not sure if if the body shop is still I'm not, not sure tested, once they, bought, they were bought, bought out. Yeah. But was it L'Oreal? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I guess if you're interested in those kind of products, then you'll know the brands that you can Yeah, I think Lush is not tested on it. Oh, yeah, Lush, yeah, for sure. So they've got about a million Lushes and a million body shops. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I buy my stuff from... <laughs> get it shipped over. I'm a lush evangelist. Yeah. All he knows that I love lush. <laughs> Actually, I did notice this is kind of it's still kind of related, but it's about like um skincare products. Mm-hmm. Um and I think there's a range out but I I can't remember the name of them and I think it's come from Japan or Korea and I'm sure it's all like natural like mm. not like lush lush is more like I think feel like Lush is quite extravagant in the packaging yeah. and everything. It's it's I mean it's it's really nice, but these are very. It's all about they've been made naturally, and mm-hmm. I'm guessing if they're natural, then they haven't been tested on anything. Yeah, probably. I would, I would assume. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot the I forgot the brand when I was traveling. I noticed that they were all like they were popping up all over the place. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure that there are Chinese even Chinese products mm. that say they're not tested on animals and that say that they have natural ingredients and stuff. I just don't think that the system is developed enough here to actually confirm it by like with 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 like a third party, you know, like non corrupt Mm. way to like guarantee that actually the products um, don't contain things that they say they don't. So well, there's no need, is there really, like, pro- yeah, as you said, there's not that many people who would probably feel concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Not yet. But I think it might, yeah, I think it's going to happen. There mm-hmm. are already these, yeah, help, like, trying to eat healthier, like, superfoods and those kind of things are definitely starting to be introduced. Mm-hmm. I think. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, you can get your chia seeds on Taobao mm-hmm. now and hemp seeds and stuff, so, Yeah. And you can buy them in um, the like up like upscale uh, uh, supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Like Ola, you can buy them there as well. And with WeChat, because now what's happening with WeChat, the instant messaging service here in China, is that 
people are opening these kind of private little stores. Mm. Um, they're not really official, but like there, there's definitely one girl who's vegan here in Shenzhen who's selling her products on um, WeChat, like with the chia pudding things. And yeah, thing. and ice cream and stuff. Mm. And and so you could also, depending on your location, you may find somebody who is selling products in small batches that are. You know, you can meet them and, yeah. you know, judge for yourself whether or not you think the products are legitimate. But that's another way to do it is just try to, like, connect with other people in your area who have similar beliefs and then figure out where they're getting their stuff or figuring out mm. if they're producing any stuff and kind of doing... It, it'll take a little bit of finagling to figure it all out, but yeah. it's possible for sure. But you'll definitely do better... Making your own stuff at home. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That way you can control like, everything that you eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any more points, or shall we introduce the word of the week? Um, I didn't have anything particular to talk about. Yeah. I think the there are different angles we could go off like ethics i thought for a moment because um like cruelty towards animals and stuff like that like oh, PETA, wow. like that was also un not developed here yeah we could that could be a whole podcast in itself i think yeah like even so if you're vegetarian plug your ears because this is gross yeah but um i heard that some people here believe that the more an animal is tortured before it dies the tastier it is so they do some really yeah. cruel stuff, especially to pigs here to try and make... Because they believe, like, it releases this adrenaline in the mm. animal, and then it makes the meat more delicious. So they do some really cruel stuff. Yeah, with snakes, too. Yeah. They do... I don't know. Yeah, it's they pretty build, horrific. They like, torture a snake. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yes. But again, that's... This is a... This is... This is something that will change over time, I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure. Yeah, the like the especially in the north, they do a lot of like dog. Thing. I don't know. I don't, I'm not even sure what you would call it. I don't know what what they are exactly, but there's a lot of um, cruelty to dogs, especially. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of a dog lot of meat. Yeah, being yeah, sold yeah, on it. the markets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I brought maybe I brought this uh, situation up before, but this is like a really interesting. Just gives you a little glimpse into how kind of the you just like China, especially in Shenzhen, it's just like full of all these juxtapositions. So where I used to live was right next to this like luxury complex. I was outside of it, but it was like had uh, Gucci and Cartier mm. and all the most expensive shops you could ever imagine. Yeah. The architecture was sublime. It had a beautiful four-star mm -hmm. hotel there with great, you know, like Michelin-starred restaurant yeah. and stuff. Yep. And just across the street from Gucci was a shop selling dog meat, so you would see, like, a dog's head and paws and stuff, like, on hooks, you know, like... So it's literally, like, two meters apart. You've got, you know, just, like, the stretch of the street. You've got Gucci on one hand, where people are walking around bling-bling with their diamonds from Cartier, and then you've got, across the street, do this, like, shady dog meat restaurant, which mm. the owner had a dog, which I felt was really weird. Like, there was always a dog, like, hanging out. Oh. Um. Not, not hanging out, but hanging out. 
Yeah, like a, a pet dog that was, you know, a different breed of dog than they were using for the meat, but I thought it was really weird. Yeah. Really weird. So it just kind of gives you an idea for how, like, okay, you have extremely wealthy, and then you have this other part of the culture, which I'd say it's just a lack of, mm. I don't know, maybe that's my imperialism, but it seems like a lack of education and um, just, like, misinformation being mm. passed around. Yeah, I don't think, I, I think I remember the year I arrived, they were trying to really clamp down on this, like, selling of dog meat, especially mm -hmm. in, in Shenzhen. So I've been lucky enough not to see that. Okay. I think. Oh, and if I've seen it, I've quickly Just blocked it blocked from it. your memory. Exactly. I've exactly. definitely seen paws and, oh. yeah. Oh. And, like, half a dog. Yeah, I've definitely seen it around. The pigs, like, seeing pigs' heads and things, like, on a chopping board or a calf that's weird enough for me mm. i don't want to see dogs even the fish heads i remember i was at sam's club okay so that's like sam's like same company sam's club from walmart, oh, walmart. Mm -hmm. yeah and the sam's club in china had you had live alligators you could mm. they could chop them up for you in front of you and then i remember also they were selling these big fish there and um, they must have just cut the head off of one of these fish. Uh. But they had the head on ice, yeah. and I was walking by, and the head, like, no. moved. It was like, <gasps> but it was, like, not attached to a body. And I was, like, walking by, and I was like, oh, my God. It was this massive head. I mean, like, basically the size of my own head. And it just, like, it must have been a reflex. It was just a head, but it was, like, <gasps> it must have been a huge It was, like, fish. gasping, yeah. And then I walked, and then it happened again, because I was like, oh, my God. I thought I was dreaming I and i, I look back and it, yeah oh yeah i just definitely jumped freaky wow <laughs> freaky stuff uh, along th thinking about fish um while my parents were here i took them to a supermarket so they could see what it was like yeah my parents really liked going to the so supermarket mine. <laughs> <laughs> um and we were, we walked past like the fishmonger <laughs> and um so there were two women behind the counter and she had she she scooped up some fish from the tank with her net, mm -hmm. and my mom, my mom doesn't eat fish, um, so, but we we walked past, and all of a sudden I heard this like slap on the ground, oh. and she was just smashed. smacking the fish off the ground to kill them. Yeah, we should maybe put an advisory at the beginning of this <laughs> um, podcast because it kind of got a bit creepy towards the Sensitive end. Sensitive people, beware. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen them just, like, sitting there with, like, a bucket of frogs. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and just gutting them with their hands. Like, they just take the live frog and they just gut them just, like, real quick. Huh. Um, just, they, I guess they take it from the throat. I don't know exactly how it works, but just, I've seen them sitting, sitting there and just doing them one by one, just picking up the live frog, taking Can you all imagine? the guts out, and then throwing it in a bucket. Can you imagine, like, a restaurant, like, advertising for that person to do that job? Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Oh, well. It's nuts. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let me, as promised, let me give you the word for, I'll give you two of them. So, cool. to say that you are a vegetarian, you say, chi su. Okay. So, I eat only vegetarian Vegetables. food. Yeah, so chi su. Mm. And then um, vegetarian food is su shi. 
So shi is another word for food. Mm -hmm. So su so it's the same chi su and su shi. It's cool. the same su. So it means vegetarian. Nice. So you can if you go to a restaurant and you tell them you chi su, you're more likely to get a proper vegetarian dish than if you just say I don't eat meat. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah. So cool. if you just say, Oh, I don't eat meat, then they'll they'll probably still serve you food with, that has meat in it. But if you say that you're a vegetarian, mm -hmm. then you're more likely to get something. Um, properly vegetarian. Yeah. Great. So I'll put the links to our dictionary um, on writtenchinese.com slash episode 57. So you can you can go to our dictionary and see exactly how to pronounce them and even how to write them if, if you fancy it. Mm -hmm. And if you have the written Chinese dictionary app, then mm. you can um, just tap the plus sign next to the word and you can add them to your flashcard list to study later or to bring up when you're at the restaurant. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, um, if you've got any questions <laughs> of your own, I'm sorry, I just had a momentarily, you know, my brain just went off. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, if you've got a qu any questions of your own, you can go to writtenchinese.com slash voicemail and leave us a message. Or if you don't fancy, you know, speaking to us, you can just leave us a written <laughs> oh. message on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash two white chicks, and the two is spelled T-W-O. Um, or you can go to any of our pages on writtenchinese.com uh, slash podcast, and you can just leave us a message anywhere. We'll Indeed. get to you. Thanks again, Mandy, for sending us yeah, yet thank another you. Great, great question. question. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.